Do you and your friends have really good conversations? Do you guys talk about making a podcast after every good combo? Well, this is your sign to go ahead and make that podcast. Spotify is a platform that makes it so easy to make your podcast. You can even earn money. And in this economy, multiple streams of income is the goal. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter how much equipment you have, as long as you have a phone and internet, you can start creating today. Once you start creating, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. My name is Danasia. And my name is Faith. And welcome to season four of Type A Black Girls. We're discussing all things adulting, including life after college, relationships, finances, traveling, and navigating the corporate world, all while being Type A Black Girls. We hope you enjoy. Welcome back, guys. We have a very special guest on here with us today. Our first guest of the season, mind you. Okay, this is first guest of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, Faith, you want to give us a little introduction of who we're meeting today? If you yeah. guys are new to her and haven't heard her podcast before. No, exactly. So I don't know if you guys were on TikTok at, this t- at the time, but like a lot of the girlies were doing like TikTok podcasts to be that girl dumps. And... um this lady's podcast came up and I'm like, sure, let's see what what this is. And basically the first episode that I clicked on was Miami and 3am or 3am in Miami. (laughs) If you want to giggle, watch this podcast. So introducing the host of my life is a joke podcast, be the comedian. Oh my gosh. Hi guys. I'm so excited to be here. Period. I love it. (laughs) My name is Fee the Comedian, like she said. Mm-hmm. A great A grand time. I know that's right, baby. Grand. Excuse me. Correct me. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Grand. Okay, so we're going to get right yeah. into getting started. Yeah, we're going to get right into the rose button thorn. Y'all know we have guests. Because we, you already know it's about to be a long episode. We don't do rosebud and thorns. Um, so just follow us on Type A Black Girls to see what we we up to. But Fee, what is your rosebud and thorn for this week? Okay, so the rose, the rose herself. Let me tell you something about it. It's being the guest on the show. Hey, <laughs> so that I know my, that's right. I told everybody. I said, yeah, I'm going to be on Type A Black Girls podcast. Um. <laughs> Go listen. If you're not listening, I'm not sure what's going on with you, babe. Tighten up. Okay. Quick. Tighten up. And they tighten up. They waiting for the episode. So that's the rose. Mm-hmm. Okay, my bud. I'm very much so looking forward to my first comedy show. Um, if you're in St. Louis, please come to the comedy club. Word up on February 14th. You can get your tickets online. And uh, yeah, it starts. They open the doors at seven. So be there. And my thorn, y'all had, I had therapy today. She was intense. It was a little tear jerker, you know, but healing is fun sometimes. Yeah. But we got to embrace the times when it's not, you know? So Mm -hmm. it it was okay. That was earlier today. It it turned around because look where we at. Yeah. Look where we at. healing on the topic of healing at least i feel like adulthood is really just healing a lot of your traumas a girl that you didn't realize you had until it's too late yeah and now you're in therapy 
That's the one. Paying the fee. That's the one, Pinky. For your parents' wrongdoings or whoever wronged it, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Which is Uh, our topic for today. Yeah. Really just like the reality of of adulthood and just how your 20s are really aren't they're not what they're cracked up to be when you're a kid honestly because when i saw you know i thought 20 was the end all be all i'm like yep that's when i'm grown (laughs) imagine Mm. imagine my shock Mm. not even as a kid though like even as an 18 year old because you know those awkward years between like 18 and 21 like 19 was just a terrible year Mm. 19 is not a fun age you can't really do nothing you're an adult, but you're not really an adult. Like, you're just grown-ish. Yeah. And Definitely. you're still like, oh, when I turn 21, it's over. When I turn 22, it's over. And here we are, 22, how, however old, and it's not over. It's not over. I, I really start. It, I feel like your 20s, your adulthood starts when you're 25. And then maybe not even then. Maybe we can just put it to 30, honestly. Yeah. It got to be 30. It, <laughs> it has to be 30. Because if I'm 24... I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm still thugging. Okay. I don't know what's going on. We can do 30. Yeah. We, yeah. And even 30 year olds sometimes. I was going to say, and, and technically we lost two years because of the pandemic. So I'm, I'm adding that on as, as, you know as interest. You might be on to something with that. I'm 22 yeah. too. Exactly. Me too. We all yep. the same age. Yeah. Yup. <laughs> well, no. Y'all twins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's get into these questions. Uh, we have a few questions to ask our guests as well as us um, on what we thought adulthood was going to be and what actually happened. So, um, Fee, what were your plans in high school for yourself after graduation and what actually happened? Like freshman year, what did you think was going to happen? And senior year, what actually happened? Okay, let's, let's actually talk about So... I I went into my ninth grade year just like, oh, it was something about being a legal drug dealer. You know, that <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be a pharmacist. Like, it is what it is. Like, that's that was the move. So I started taking all of these, what is it? Like, all of these science and math classes, and they didn't give. Mm-mm. It Mm-mm. never gave. And I never. said, oh, Babe, I don't think this is the one for you. And, you know, and it took me into, like, my sophomore year to really figure that out. So, junior, you know, I was really feeling, I was really feeling thyself. So, with that being said, you know, the girls were walking around telling me I looked cute. And I said, you know what? You're right. I am. So, I'm going to go to school for fashion design. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. So, I was like, that's what that, that's the plan. That's the move. I started doing all this research on all these different schools. And I ended up going to Lindenwood University. It's in St. Charles. It's probably not even 30 minutes from St. Louis. And I went, to, I went there, majored in fashion design, and I got suspended. Period. Oh. That one coming. What happened, moms? Hmm. I'll tell you. <laughs> tell you what happened what happened was a um i like school but it don't like me Mm. so i was in there i was in class but i didn't know what they was talking about and i may or may not have been doing the work so 
<laughs> with that being said, they were like, what are you doing here? And I'm just like, I'm having a good time. I thought that's it. I thought we all were on the same accord. We weren't. Um, they sent the email like like you're suspended, girl. Like if you want to appeal it, you can. And you know she's very stubborn, so I'm just like I'm not gonna appeal it. <sighs> Whatever, <laughs> they're lost, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I had some heat for that fashion show. They don't. They'll never know about it. It's fine. It's fine. They're lost. It is. Really? Wow. I, I didn't see that trajectory happening. Um, mind y'all, I, these, this is the first time we've all met. And not in person, but, you know, online and not through just hearing each other's voices online. Um, what about you, Danasia? What did you think you was going to be in, in ninth grade and what actually happened? Um, ninth grade, Danasia didn't know what was happening. I'm not going to lie. Um, I, I, first of all, I also started school like I was always a year younger than everybody else. And I feel like that showed because mentally I was like, what is y'all doing? Like I had no clue what was happening at all times. Cause I just feel like I was mentally just a little bit, not immature, but just not really on the same page with everybody. Right. So by the time high school came around, everybody's like making decisions on like, Oh, when I grow up, I'm going to be da, 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 da. I really didn't have nothing planned. So I just said, you know, I heard a lot of people are lawyers. I'm going to stick with that. Didn't know really what lawyers did. Didn't know nothing about the law. <laughs> <laughs> barely wore my seatbelt didn't obey it so I'm like that's crazy but I was like lawyer sounds good so I'm gonna stick with that yeah wrote that out through most of high school <clears throat> then like of course like I went through the whole DECA phase so then I was like okay I'm gonna do business a lot of things that I really didn't know what the job was about but it sounded good and it gave me like security so I was like if I I don't know how I'm gonna become a lawyer or how I'm gonna get there so 13 year old me was like you know what this sounds like a good deal for now but even at that point, like I knew freshman year that I really liked to write. And I really was, I was in drama. I was a theater kid for like, oh, wow. and I was like, y'all a little, y'all be doing too much. Like yeah. I'm, not, I, I'm not singing on stage personally, you know? So like I had, I loved like the idea of like writing scripts and like screenplays and stuff and more of the behind the scenes stuff. So I was like, maybe I should do something with like writing and like drama. And I'm already a dramatic person. So I said, it really fits. But yeah. that, re- that didn't really work out because my mom was like, how are you going to pay the bills if you're a struggling actor? And I said, mm. you're right. And she was like, mm. the lifestyle you want to live, you're not going to pay for it being an artist, which I think is like what a lot of black parents say. Like, you need to find yeah. a job that pays the bills, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's how I ended up sticking with lawyer because I was like, <laughs> I, I'm about to be in somebody's courtroom. I don't know which. I know that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And and then when I realized what being a lawyer really, really was, and I talked to lawyers and they was like, I hate my job. I was like, I don't really want to, I don't know. Like the idea of helping people is great, but I think I can do that in other ways without having to like go through law school and do stuff that I'm really not even that passionate about. It just sounds good in my head. And I have like, it makes me feel good to say I'm gonna be a lawyer, but do I really like the job? No, I don't. Yeah. So that was wow. fresh for me. What about you, Faith? Well, I guess we got to take it back a little bit to middle school. Um, as you guys may or may not know, if this is your first time listening, I and Danasia basically move schools every single year. So in middle school, I initially went to a, um, a what is it? An art school. So imagine like Victorious. Like I basically went to Victorious school and mm. I went there for dance and I was like, I am going to Juilliard. Mind you, in seventh grade, 
they didn't let you do any of the dances. Like they let you taste all the different arts to see what you wanted to do. But it's like, girl, I know I want to be like moose and step up. Like, just let me do what I need to do. Let me dance. Let me let me dance. Okay. So um, I did a talent show to Who Run the World girls. Like, like it was just a grand time. Then we moved. So though my whole, you know, moose, like being a victorious moment was gone. I went to a regular school and I'm like, okay, well, who am I? I don't know. Then I watched how the devils were, the devil wears Prada. And I was like, I'm going to be a fashion editor so that I can get free clothes and free shoes. Then I saw how like very serious and like cutthroat that industry is. And I'm too much of a crybaby for that. Like if any of that stuff happened, like in the first 15 or 20 minutes of that movie, I would be out. Like it just, it just wouldn't happen. I would just get mad and angry and stuff. Like it just wouldn't have happened. So after my fashion editor dreams, mind you, I was cutting out outfits and putting them together and gluing them <laughs> and gluing them on my door. <laughs> As you should. Yeah, because you had a vision. Oh uh, yeah, but like in a rented space, and my mom, I don't know how hmm. my mom got those clothes off that door. I, I don't know how she got the paper off that door, but shout out to her for real, because I didn't do it. But basically, from Juilliard to being a fashion editor, then DECA. I was like, well, I know what I want to. I, I know I want to be in business, and then then I did an IT security vocational school, and I was like, oh, I want to be a coder. We all saw how that worked. I can't. I couldn't pass calculus, but the third time, and now finally, I'm just working basically in a job that I can control things, and that's you know, it's not. It's not like my dream job, but I'm really good at controlling things, and that's my entire career at the moment so that's kind of how moose to the devil wears prada to here that's how we got here yeah what did you guys look forward to though like as an adult i feel like there's a lot of things i looked forward to as a kid where i was like oh i can't wait to be grown so i can do this or i can't wait to move out so i can do this like and then i moved out and i was like i could have waited i didn't hmm. have to do any of this like I, I was actually good what about you fee let's go with you first no. Being a kid was a little different for me. So I just was like, I just want to be grown and just free and be me. Spread my wings like a good old butterfly. And that's what I had wanted for myself at a real young age. So I'm just like, being a kid, like, you know, people say all the time, like, oh, I miss childhood. I miss being a kid. I don't. Because (laughs) being a kid, I had responsibilities as like an adult. So I'm just like, like, I just didn't have the freedom to match it. I see. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, mm, that that didn't really give what it was supposed to give. So I'm just like, you know, I I want to be free. Like I just want to be me. I want to do my own thing. I don't like people telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I told you I liked the school. They didn't like me. So I'm just like, you telling me to do my homework? Who are you? What's going on? Uh. <laughs> What's going on, babe? What's going on? Mm-hmm. What do you mean I have to go to work? So I'm just like. I don't like it. I didn't like it. So for me, I just, I just really wanted to be on my own doing adult things. You know what I mean? Yeah. I see. So there's like nothing as a child that she regret not appreciating because you have to grow up so fast. Yeah. It's just like, what, what, what am I going to say? I, I wish I didn't have to pay bills, but you know, at this point, if that means, if I, if that means I have to pay bills to be free to not pay the bills. That's how, it, that's how it is for me, you know? 
because I'm like, yeah. if, if I have to go back where all my bills are paid, but someone's telling me what to do, I have to do, I have to act a certain way. I have to be places that, you know, that I don't want to be. Mm-mm, baby, that ain't, that ain't the one. That ain't the one. That's valid. I really feel like, um, like people talk about if you live at your, if you live with your parents when you're an adult, like you're not paying rent necessarily, but like you are paying it in like mentally, if that makes sense. Like you're, you're yeah. paying it with like your freedom, with how yeah. you operate, how you talk to people. Like I might not be paying actually like real rent and like bills, utilities, but I'm still paying in some way. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think for me, it was living by myself. Like, I feel like I always look forward to living by myself. Like living with all girls, you would expect like just being naked would be fine. But my one of my sisters is so like, put some clothes on. And and my mom was okay with it, but she's like, when you have your own place, you can be as naked as you want. I said, hey, you ain't say nothing of the work. <laughs> I moved out during COVID. <laughs> Listen, okay. I was living a life, okay? But I feel like the thing that I regret not appreciating as a kid was paying my own bills. But granted, if I think back, and early in my teenage years, I had to start paying like at least my car payment and my insurance. So there was not one point in time where I was able to use my paychecks solely for me. And I and I definitely want to give that to my kids. Like if they ever decide they want to start working like young at a younger age, just because and I can't talk them out of it. I want them to use their paychecks for themselves. Like I feel like that's a form like, you know, that TikTok trend was like, I'm a Nepo baby. I get I got to spend like all my money on myself. Like I want that for my children. You know, you're definitely going to have to work and like know the value of a dollar, but yeah, spend that money on yourself. Go go buy that entire Sheen car. Okay? Go buy that entire Fresh Nova car. And I won't even ask you to pay for your car payment because I got it. You know, so I think that that's what I regret not appreciating as a kid. But I love my space. I, I'll i pay that ex, that ridiculous rent payment if I can be comfy in my space. I don't, if I, if I want to eat cereal for dinner, I can. And nobody's going to tell me anything. Not a word. Not, not a word. Because it's just... Nah. Like it's, I, I really do love having my own space. I will say that right now. Me too. Oh, I love it. It it comes with so yeah. much peace of mind, you know. Yep, yep. And that was my biggest thing. I was like, I don't want nobody to feel like I have to answer anybody. Where are you going? I pay my own bills. I'm gonna answer to you. Show down. There's no one in this apartment to answer to. Period. Because it's only me. So like having that like um what's the word uh free will. That was really mm-hmm. big for me. Like, I, I think I was just, especially being, like, the firstborn daughter, I think you answer to a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, are you a firstborn daughter? Are you, like, you have siblings? Yeah, I have a twin sister and an older sister, so I'm the baby. I'm the last oh. twin. You have a twin? Yes, I have a twin. She's gorgeous. We don't look alike. We're fraternal before this going any further. <laughs> <laughs> That's people's favorite thing. Y'all identical? Nah, we don't look alike. <laughs> like that was my first question. <laughs> no, we don't look alike. People actually thought we were like best friends growing up or cousins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's cool though. You grew up in like a, a house of women though, like yeah. sisters. Yeah, I feel like that affects things too. Like, you grew up with sisters. Like I could tell when somebody didn't grow up with sisters. It's just oh, like absolutely. They, oh, for sure. It's like the way they make friends, especially girlfriends. I feel like it's easier for girls with sisters to kind of like almost make that like bond amongst other girls. Because mm-hmm. anytime I meet somebody that's an only child, I'm like, oh, I can see that. I get that. 
Yeah. And it's never a bad thing. It's just like, wow, I can see that. Makes sense. Like how they operate. As well as younger siblings and middle siblings. I, I feel like because I feel like my mom had three kids and were very stereotypical tiered children. Like I'm a very controlling older sister. Everybody depends on me. Um, the middle sister is kind of like the wild child. And the younger sister, at one point, she didn't really talk that much. She just watched Netflix and was focused on track. Like at one we were like, does she have any friends? Like she was very much younger sister. She gets everything she wants and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're very, we're a very stereotypical trio. I'll, I'll say that. Um, but so as an adult, what do you think the biggest misconception of adulthood you think you had as a kid? That we had the answers. Like that when you grew up, it was going to be a book or it just was going to hit you and you was going to know everything that you didn't have to figure Mm. nothing out. And it's just. I feel played. Like, I, I really like, uh, yeah, I man, played. Deceived. Okay. Be- that part. Because it's just like, okay. You, okay, because you said 25. Like, you you know, you pretty much know what you, you know. What are you saying? You know what's going on. And I'm like, okay. At 24, I'm still. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, <laughs> what, what are we talking about? You know, what are we doing? <laughs> And then I'm thinking about like all of my peers that have like children, married. Mm. I said, we old enough for that? Bro, you grown. You're grown. What do you mean? Are you old enough for it? So it's just like. (laughs) Yeah. It feels like teenage pregnancy. I know we at the age. (laughs) But anytime I see somebody I went to high school, even college, and they post that little little thing. Can't wait to see you. The little <laughs> coming November 2023. Huh? That's not an April Fool's joke. You for real. It still feels like teenage pregnancy. Like, and my, I think mentally in my head, I'm like, no, we're not even at that point yet, but we are. So I got shopping. friends getting married and friends still in the house. Like, both sides of the spectrum. I feel like in your 20s, there's, I feel like there's no rule book, like you said, Fee, and everybody doesn't have it figured out. But some people are just better at hiding it. For mm. sure. And, and yeah. everybody is at a different stage of life. Like, even in high school, like, I went to a very, I, I knew a lot of people that were in the Mormon church. So, you know, they was getting married right out of high school. Oh, yeah. They was right, right out of at, at 18. Mm-hmm. You know, after that mission trip. Oh, it was they right. had the altar. They had the altar. Yeah. <laughs> or babies like i feel like once a person has babies or child just let's let's say even one i i feel like you have to have mom friends after that like yeah we can have like we can be friends if you don't have a kid but i feel like it's a little harder to you know mm-hmm. adjust to like if i want to say i mean i wouldn't be like because i know i don't really like going outside at night let's go to a party they got it they should have had a babysitter hired a few days in advance for yeah that. or the mom but sometimes, you know, the, the grandma, the baby. The grandma, the baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like for me, um, I thought looking up, like to even to my aunties, I was like, oh my gosh, like they're 25. Like they got it figured out. Like they are grown. They're doing it. 
they were just at the cookout. I and I and I just kind of had a preconceived notion. I didn't ask because I'm seven. Why am mm-hmm. I asking? You know. But I feel I felt like once I was 20, everything was going to click and be peachy. Um, and now that I didn't even know Fee was 24, I thought she was around our age. But I think in your 20s, everybody. I just assume everybody's my age. Me too. Me too. What it is. Um, at first, I thought you're not a true adult until you're 25. But now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like by the time I'm 25, I'm going to be like, can y'all give me five more years? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, we deserve five more years. We do. Because we don't, I don't think we're ever going to have it figured out as much as we want mm-hmm. to. But I feel like I'm at a solid place at 23 that like my 18 year old self would be happy with. Mm. And like, honestly, like, even even talking about give me five more years, there's no guarantee that the thirties are much better. I heard thirties are just your twenties with more money. So I mean, it's I really do enjoy that. I'm not mad at that one. <laughs> I'm not mad either. <laughs> I'll take the money, Wait. and things get better with time. So okay. And I feel like my my body will develop a little bit more. That's the you one. know, like I don't, I don't that's the body. year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the game. Yeah. That little walk. You know, you know. I feel like the thirty, your thirties are gonna be fun. Like, all right, yeah, we're still we're probably working on corporate jobs, but like, all right, y'all, we taking this trip in two months. All right, everybody take their PTO. And you know, like we'll have a good enough savings where we could do that. Right now, Mm-mm. give me six months to save up for that trip. Mm-hmm. Put it in the Google Calendar, baby, because it's not yeah. happening now. It's not. I can tell you that right now. No spontaneous is going it's on right happening. now. Start, start the Insta countdown for three months out. Okay. They <laughs> minimum. got a firm. Minimum. Little payment plan. You said what? They got a firm. Okay. Oh, I'm quick on a payment plan. I am payment oh. planning. Yeah. I, I would put, can you put flights on Klarna? Yes. I with a firm. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I use, I use Quapay. It's called Zip now. You can, but it just depends how much you have. Right now, I have a six hundred dollar limit, so yes, I can do a flight <laughs> on that. Okay, okay, yep, yep, <laughs> a little one way. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if I'm thirty, I don't know if I'm still. I don't. I don't know if I still. I, I still want to pay something in full. Like I don't know the last time I've spent paid something in full over two hundred dollars. Mm. It's over two hundred dollars. I'm like, let's go out there. Yeah, let's split it up in full. It is the option. <laughs> You know, if we if they got it, it's like why not pay twenty today? Yeah, that sounds a lot better that. than the the one eighty or asking me. <laughs> As if I didn't put it in the cart. I'm gonna have a twenty today, and I'm gonna have it again in two weeks. And that's why I love tomorrow. You that tomorrow? Tomorrow I might have it again. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah. Like, make literally. I was, I was. The thing is, those payments sneak up on you so, like, quietly. Oh, no. I'd be like, Wells Fargo, somebody is scamming my account. I see all the... <laughs> Do you really? Can you show me how? <laughs> I'm going to file that claim. Because who is taking money out my account the whole time? It, well, I don't know these people. <laughs> Investigate this now. I'm calling 1-800. I'm going to start doing that. Oh no, girl! Our dead ass was like, "Oh, someone's in my account," and they they investigated it, and they're like, "Girl, that's that's your shop order that you place." You got caught, and they come mm-hmm. they come to collect. Oh. 
I said, damn. And they, I thought he was successful. <laughs> thought you had crossed the finish line. Well, Sparkle is probably listening right now. Like, yeah, we got her. Got her. <laughs> we got her. Right. Where we, but hey, that's just your 20s. Like, if you got to split a festival in four, do it. It's all, I think your 20 a life is all about experiences. Good food, nice clothes, and experience. That yeah. part, nice pictures, like that's just what life is. And if if yeah. you gotta, even if you gotta do your your grocery order, you better do a one time card on Quad Pay, and then you do Walmart online, and then you do it. You just gotta add a little four or four extra dollars. I saw that on TikTok, and I was like, I've never even thought of putting my groceries in four. But if that's how bad you are, I mean, that's how down bad you are, then do it. If if <laughs> if it's between paying for groceries in full. Or paying that car insurance in full, you got to pay. You can't really do car insurance and payments, um, but Don't you can find out. <laughs> hey, send me that TikTok. Send me that TikTok. Maybe. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Send me that TikTok. Drop it on the page. I'm gonna try. I, if not, if I can't find it, I'll just do it. I'll just do a screen recording on how to do it because honestly, like, I love online Walmart. I, I do. I don't know. Remember the last time. I went to Walmart and unless I was like in Denver or something with Lola, just doing a little grocery shopping order. I I don't like leaving my house. Oh girl. I don't leave my house period for groceries because in this city, I can't drive to the grocery store. I got to no. bring this cart with me, a wagon, if you will <laughs> and walk with the wagon to the grocery store, drag the wagon down the aisles and then take my wagon full of groceries back home and hope nobody jumped me from my, from my groceries. With my How wagon. far is the store? I'm not doing that. Instacart. Like, I don't do, I don't play with the wagon no more. Because no, once I, I was walking back home with the wagon, and some man looked in my wagon. Get up out that wagon. Get up that wagon. <laughs> like, he just went to snatch all my cranberry juice. And I got them in all flavors. I got cran peach, white cran peach, cran raspberry. I know he wanted that cran. Like, Ocean Spray and me are locked in. And cranberry. I was like, there's no way. She was going with all this juice. Little jungle punch, what's going on over there? I see something about you know, pour all that juice in like a little storage container. Is that what you got going? Like, cut up oranges, what you doing with that juice? He wanted to know too. He wanted to get some of that punch, (laughs) he wanted some of that little punch. Time I bring this wagon out. It's the last time. Wagon oh. has not seen the light of day since. Oh my gosh! Wow. Um, all my girlies that are eighteen and nineteen, this this is your twenties. Okay. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. City with no call. Get comfy. Get get <laughs> real comfy. Okay. Um, <laughs> what was a big hurdle you had to overcome in your life between eighteen and okay in fees? Uh, position twenty four. It it also can be current. Something you're still working okay. on. What about you, Fee? Okay, we we gonna get into it. Yeah. Okay, because she she still deals with it. I I've mentioned it on my podcast at my life is a joke podcast. Um, mm-hmm. when I was twenty one, twenty nineteen was the worst year of my life. The worst. Yeah. So because I had to, I was diagnosed with endometrial cancer, and I had to have a hysterectomy at twenty one. So, like, yeah, it would get over, it would get over. But, you know, that is something that I'm still dealing with. But 
I've accepted it because it was it needed to be done. You know, the yeah. uterus had to go. We ain't going to worry about it. We're not going to worry about it because she has ovaries. So not too much. Not too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just, it was one of those things where like for years, for, yeah, actually, yeah, we would say years. For years, I was kind of like in this funk, like trying to figure out who I am, what's going on. Because, you know, when you have like life altering things at a young age, at a young age, it's just like your whole life is different. You look at life different. So it's just like yeah. it makes you appreciate the things that you have, the people that you have around you. It makes you want to be a better person. It makes you want to live for you. So, you know, that was one of the things that and I just started coming to terms with it like last October. Well, because it's 2023. 2021. I think I got some therapy. <laughs> I got when when got me a little therapist. She got me together. She laced me up real good. You know, it was it was real good, you know. And I've accepted it. Like I'm okay with it. Cause it used to have me in tears, baby. In the but listen to Billie Eilish. I can't even listen to her the same. I had no business listening um, to her. Cause she be whispering. So then you you <laughs> sitting there. Cause peep the scene. Cause she was a sad girl. Peep the scene. Billie Eilish 2019 bottle of wine. I'm drinking it out the bottle like a 40. Okay. Oh, <laughs> it just didn't have no brown paper bag. Okay. I had no business listening to Billy. I didn't know she was going to put me in my feels like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that yeah. word? I can't be anymore. Like, Billy. Please. <laughs> Billy, speak up. It was no time to die so- for me. I was like, cut it off. <laughs> wow. Well, you re- like you really put your you really set the scene in. Honestly, sometimes when you're sad, like at one point I was sad over something stupid. I'm sure in college, I literally turned off all the lights. Literally, so dramatic. Played like breakup playlist, blasted it in my dorm, and waited until my roommates came in. Literally, like I was underneath the covers like 30 minutes waiting for them to come in for the perfect moment to be like, oh my gosh! Like sometimes I'd be thinking my life is a is a show. Yeah. <laughs> and they all came in they're like oh my gosh no you we're gonna get you out of here and they that's exactly what they did it was great <laughs> you have to paint the scene sometimes because i'm telling you i got off yeah. man look i'm telling you i got off work i put my robe on i mm-hmm. i put a wig on <laughs> I had, the crying wig the cry, yeah Denasia, it was it was kind of serious so i said you know what i want to be a little cute because I know I'm going to cry. So I'm going to put this wig on because it's going to make me feel a little bit better. Because I'm going to be in the mirror. <laughs> but you still cute, though. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Crying is crazy. I've never heard that. No, I would have put on lip gloss to cry. You're not alone. Oh, yeah. Oh, lip gloss for sure. You yeah. got to paint the scene. Oh, I used to decide before school. I said, today's going to be a day I act sad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is mental illness. I don't know. I used to be like, somebody going to ask me what's wrong today. I'm in a mood. And somebody make me laugh. I used to be pissed. I'm so sad today. <laughs> no, no, Denasia. I gave the I gave the keys to the streets. I told them, I said, if I come to school and I don't I don't look my best, I might come in here with sweats on because I was that girl. But I didn't wear heels because not too much. But I put that shit. Oh, excuse me. I put that stuff on every, every day. So if I said, if I come in here. My hair is all over my head, and I have on sweatpants. Ask how I'm doing. 
Thank yeah. you. I'm doing good. Thank you. It was giving black screen on Snapchat. <laughs> hey, everybody leave me. <laughs> If you, need, if you need me and you got my number, you know where to find me. Like, girl, why are we announcing? I'm going ghost. Don't nobody hear you. Don't, don't nobody ask me what's wrong. <laughs> oh, wow! It's like we all live the same life. Like, like the black, the black screen. You already know what's coming next. Like, nobody understands me. Don't, don't hit me up. Oh. Like, or worse, just an emotion. The one. Oh, don't nobody call me. I'm turning my phone off. <laughs> broken heart emoji sad crying emoji don't nobody like me don't nobody love me <laughs> just going no. in on snapchat or no 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 when they no no when the profile was black and the and the pictures was deleted no they got broken up with oh page was shut down under construction <laughs> yeah honestly my my favorite, you know, thing is when a girl is like in a super long term, like I'm talking about since high school relationship. And then, you know, every something comes out or something, something happens. And then she goes, goes for a bit, archives everything or deletes everything. And then she be showing more of her body. And with like Drake lyrics, mm. I really love that timeline. Oh, and, and you know, at that point, lashes done, nails done, hair oh. done. And she might even get a bottle. Oh, yeah. I love a good boomer. You know? Oh. The one. <laughs> and, and future be the, be the song in the back. And it be, I never liked you. Yeah. It's the picture from the back. His oh, the yeah. boomerang from the His side room? so you can see the bed. You... Yeah. <laughs> that's, my, that's my favorite pipeline. Like, I love seeing that on Instagram. Like, yeah, I'm sorry y'all had to break up, but like, I'm really enjoying this content. It's good stuff. Favorite content. Yeah. I can tell. I can tell when somebody's man pissed they, pissed them off that night. Oh, you hurt me. I can tell. honestly. I'm not. I'm not an advocate for airing out all your business if you're my friend. But if you're not my friend, do it. Like I really, especially if I'm like a mutual on your close friends, please do it. Ooh, I want to. I want to know. I want to know did actually that man let's hate them together two days later they're gonna be at brunch with the boomerang tell them they look (laughs) y'all look real cute i I give them about 24 hours and her leg gonna be over his but that's not the point that's not the point (laughs) she just like me (laughs) (laughs) we twins we twins i can't judge her because i am her Really, really can't. Really can't. Okay, well, Denasia, what was a big hurdle that you had to overcome in your life, or you may be still hurtling over it between the ages of 18 and 22? Man, I don't I don't think it's one specific hurdle. I think I get in the way of myself a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. And I think mentally, like there could be things could be going my way. And I feel like sometimes when things are going too good, I'm I'm questioning why I deserve that happening to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, no, like, I, like it's it's almost like I feel like I don't deserve good things happening. And I'm like, no, like something something's bad, something bad is gonna happen. Or I start self sabotaging out of like fear, almost like a defense mechanism. And I think that happens a lot with me in different situations where like things are going too good, and I'm like, mm. I start getting suspicious, and I have to overcome this thing of like I deserve good things happening. I don't have to question it. It's it's supposed to happen, and if it happens, that's okay. Like allow it. Because I think I get in the way of myself a lot. 
and even like with like work and school, like imposter syndrome runs deep. Ooh, that's the deep, one. Deep. I'm like, why am I even here? And I really have to remind myself. Um, actually, shout out to Sam. Um, Sam was another guest on one of our previous episodes. Me and her have both been on like a journey to get closer to God lately. And like we were talking about how God wouldn't have you on this path right now if he didn't mean for you to be here. Like you would not even be in this situation if you were not built for it, ready for it, and strong enough for it. And like hearing that really just like changed my perspective because I'm like, this wouldn't even be happening to me if it wasn't meant to happen. This is all God's plan. Like it's nothing, nothing is is coincidental and nothing is an accident. And I think once I realized that it made me appreciate things more and stop being like in my own way. And that like changed my perspective a lot. I probably still have a lot to, a lot more growing to do, but that was my main hurdle was literally just myself. Yeah, no big facts. Honestly, looking back at, um, you know, when you're down, that's, you get, super close to God. Like if I am on my last cent, I'm going to get real close. Okay. Closer than ever. And I was definitely in my last cent. I didn't like y'all know if y'all have listened to, I think last season, didn't know how I was going to pay my, my second month of rent, but I was there. I was North Carolina and I had to figure it out. Me and Denae were trying to figure it out. Like we selling myself a feet pics. What we doing? You know, what we doing? And you know, look, and honestly, my grandma had given me a devotional a few years back or something. It just been chilling in my car, never touched it. And, you know, I said, oh, I got to get close to God. Where's the nearest, you know, Bible or Bible adjacent. And it was that devotional. And I had a Bible, but some, I, I didn't want to flip, you know, sometimes you're like, God, I'm a, I'm a flip to a random page and I'm a point, And that's what, sometimes I don't be panning out. Okay. So I needed a, a sure far away. So I found my, I found my grandma's devotional and I was writing in it and I was actually looking back at what I was writing in J- June and July. Oh, I was down bad. Like I was like, I'm surprised there wasn't teardrops on that page. I was going through a lot and it's just so cool to see how far I've come, you know, like I feel like one of my biggest things um, after, you know, I got some money and could pay rent was non-financially was comparing myself. Cause I feel like in your twenties, even as your adult comparing yourself to even to your peers, even if they're not even the same lane as you, like, like really it sometimes hurts me because I'm, I sometimes can't appreciate where I'm at because I'm comparing myself to so many other people. And some days are really, really great. I'm like, I'm doing great at my job. I have a very loving relationship. Da, 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 da. Some days I'm like, dang, I I could be, I wish I would have negotiated for more money. I could be living somewhere else. I could be having better clothes. Like you need to have better hair. Like it's it's a bit tough in this brain of mine because she she like like these Danae just said, like sometimes I self-sabotage just the things that I have by not appreciating what is going on. And that's why sometimes I want to do a social media cleanse. Like I really, really do. But I'm like, if I do a social media cleanse, type A ain't going to, I, I, type A ain't going to really see much, especially if Denasia got a really tough week at work. Oh yeah. <laughs> she handles the story and I be, I, I really don't be posting on the story y'all. Cause I don't be having nothing. I was like, what yes. should I even say? <laughs> I'm just not good at the I am not good at the social media piece. Like I be making the, the posts. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, so, 
the story. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that that part, that part. So like, it, I feel like for me, it's really like not comparing myself. And I do feel like, I hope I don't have to take this journey throughout my entire 20s. And I really, I either need a, a more hardcore therapist or I need to tell my therapist, you need to be a little bit ruder to me. She's a little bit too nice. So um, I don't know what needs to give, what, like I've been typing in my symptoms and they told me I might have low self-esteem. I said, I, I, I don't think I want you to tell me that actually. And all of like the things they were telling me, they were like, you either might be depressed or have low self-esteem. I said, I don't know why I'm trying to web MD my brain right now, but I'm not liking <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm not going to hold it. So I feel like for me, I think my biggest hurdle that I'm still going through, I don't think in, in college, no, actually in college, I compared myself because I was in a software engineer and that's all you do in STEM. Like, like you compare like, oh, oh, you, you got a 97, I got a 57. Okay, well, I need to do better, but you're never going to do better because they have been coding for the past since they were in yeah. five, you know? So I feel like your 20s, unfortunately, is, which comes on some, sometimes can be good, like a little competition, you know, but I feel like I'm taking a little bit extreme because I think I am very, I'm an extremist. I'm either very content myself or, or very like, why am I not doing better? You know? So I think that really, really does suck. But through therapy, like Fee said, and just um, I, what has really helped me is saying three day, three things every single day that I did good at. Okay. So that I can really ground myself. So like today, it was preparing dinner, um, completing work. Even though like work is a given, like it's something that I did and I was focused and wasn't on my phone, you know. And third, I washed my hair. Like it really don't have to be anything huge. Like I didn't um, cure cancer. But it was something that I did that I was proud of that I didn't necessarily have to do, but I took the energy to do it and I was proud of myself. So I feel like as an adult, that can happen and I am living proof. And as this journey, you know, gets better, I will update y'all maybe in a rosebud and thorn, maybe in season five, but I don't know what's going on up here. I really wanted to get a check that like I want a cat scan on what's going on up here. I'm not going to hold you. Um, but yeah, uh, moms, do we have time for our last question? Yes, we do. Love. Yeah. Here, here, here. question. Okay. So Fee, what would you tell the girls who are in high school or college about adulthood? You know, cause I thought real long and hard about this at least two days. And I said that the most cliche things that they tell you in real life is it is it. That's the one. Life is short, so enjoy it. Live for yourself and no one else. You know what I mean? Because yeah. at my age of 24, I live my, like, okay, let's, let's go back some. When I started cosmetology school, because I thought I wanted to be, I thought I wanted to be a hairstylist too. That was after fashion. Always been a little creative. Okay. So it was just like, <laughs> yeah. I, I did, I did cosmetology because that's what my mom was. And I know that would make her happy. And I kind of liked it. I kind of liked mm -hmm. it. So it was just like, you know, I'm going to do this. And while I'm doing it, I'm just like, she's really happy. She's really proud of me. But my, I'm not really feeling good about the work that I'm producing. Like, I feel like it's mediocre. Mm -hmm. And I'm working hard at it. I'm really trying to get these perm rods together. But it's not <laughs> giving. 
it's not it's not given. I'm I can't I real life wanna I real life wanna do real good on your silk press. I want I want your I want your edges to be laid too, just like mine. But I can't mm-hmm. do it. And you know, it's a hard pill to swallow when you're just like, okay, you have to take a step back and just like, why am I really doing this? You have to ask yourself yeah. that. You have mm-hmm. to be real with yourself. Like, why am I really doing this? Do I really enjoy this? You know? And I was like, no, you don't like this. You don't like this at all. Cut it out. Yeah. Go ahead and cut it out. You know, don't mm-hmm. think. And another thing was for me, because like faith, but not like faith, I like to control a lot of things that's around me too. You know? So yeah. when things, when there's something going on and I, I can't fix it, but it's in my face. Oh baby, what are we talking about? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, I'm stressed out. My hair falling out. I'm overeating. Like I'm doing all of these negative habits. So what I would tell you all is take a step back, really deep dive deep and try to figure out what it is that you want to do, who you are. And when you're, when you're asking yourself these questions, make sure that you be honest, tell the truth. Do you like going to school? Do you like working at this job? You know what I mean? Do you like doing this? Do you like doing that? And if the answer is no, you have to stop because life is too short to be doing something that you do not want to do, that you cannot see yourself to continue to do. So, it's always, and I just, and I grow, I got grown and I said, that cliche stuff was, you know, like, don't nobody want to hear that. Don't nobody want to hear that. But it's, it's so true. It's so true. Cause I'm just like, I'm stressed out. What is this about? If you don't have a therapist, get you one. You know what I mean? I, they can be expensive. They, they can be expensive. You can get one through your job. I'm, I'm with better health or better health. One of the two. One or two. Dyslexia won't let me be great today. But I'm I'm that get you a therapist. It's already hard to be a woman in America. It's already hard to be a black woman. Don't put it's already problems that you already come born with. You know what I'm saying? And not to say that being a black woman is a problem, but you know what I mean? Like it's already things mm-hmm. that's put upon you. And we don't know what kind of life you lived. What's going on? What what kind of battles that you're facing every day, head on in your face? Like you, we don't we don't see that. You don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going on. So get you a therapist so that you can live your best soft girl era. That's the mm, one because okay. I'm I'm trying to get it together. I'm trying to get it together, y'all. I'm so, I'm, so, I'm trying to get I'm I'm together. I can't even get myself together. I can't even get myself together. <laughs> Go get you that therapist, baby. Because it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. I I stick 10 toes on the ground, Faith. Denasia. 10 toes on the ground, no socks. No socks. Feet on the ground, mm. baby. What they say? Put your feet in no the grass, fill the ground. That's what's going on in here. Okay? Get yeah. you a therapist. Get you a therapist. And it's yeah, healing is not easy. It's not going to be easy. But Go ahead and get that no. done with so you can live, so you can be happy, so you can be at peace with yourself, with one, with I. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's all you have is yourself. And if you're disappointed with how you look, how you're feeling, you have to change that. I wake up every day and I say about 15 affirmations and I'm not playing. 
And one of the and one yes. of the affirmations I have to tell myself is I am a comedian because I know I'm funny. I know I'm funny. I know that I'm a comedian. I've been a comedian my whole life, but I have days where I feel like, girl, you're not a comedian. You're not funny. But I have to affirm that early in the morning. We have to get that in our heads. So get you a therapist. Do not stress over things that you cannot control. Let it go. Pray about it. I don't know if everybody is as spiritual yeah. as I am. I'm not trying to be preachy up here. But Faith, you said on one of those episodes, go get you a devotional journal. That was the best decision I've ever made. I bought three. I bought three. <laughs> and I bought one for my sister and one for my best friend. Because I'm just I like, mm-hmm. we have to spread this love. We have to spread healing. We, we should want more Black people, more Black women to be happier, period. If we're that angry black woman yeah. stereo, we gotta get rid of that. It's all with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We can't we can't put we can't have that on us. You can't move forward and be you know what I mean, y'all? Like just heal. Yeah. Just get that healed up. Cause you you wanna do better. You wanna live that life that you yeah. that you see. That you see for yourself. Get out of your own way. And that's another thing. Yeah. I stand up in that way. That get out, move. Oh, okay. And you got me there. You got me there. Um, for me is this is a bit more superficial, but I think in high school as well as middle school, I went to very predominantly white I wasn't very predominantly in the right spaces all my life. So I think I would tell her, or honestly, all the girlies in high school and college, even middle school, if y'all listening. It's okay if boys don't really pay attention to you. It'll come with time. Um, it, like, it'll come with time. Like, you'll come, you'll grow into yourself. And I feel like that's definitely mm-hmm. character development. Like, seeing all the girlies in the skater skirts and the crop tops and, you know, the Lululemon getting all the boys. And I was just like, dang, what do I got? You know, like, I got good grades, but they not looking at that, you know? And then college came and I was like, oh. You know, the the few sprinkle of black men that are there, you know, they definitely take an interest in me. And what I like black men, what the heck? Like, I didn't see this one coming. Everybody thought I was going to bring home a white man. And if y'all don't know, I did not bring <laughs> home a white man. Okay? The complete opposite even. <laughs> and I, and I love that for you. <laughs> love, 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 love. Thank you. Thank you. But also, I will also say grades don't matter that much. Now, Telling my eight, even 14-year-old self that, to even 12, even five, she'd be like, girl, shut up. I'm going to get try to get straight A's. Da, da, da. I'm not saying try. I mean, I, I'm not saying don't try. But realistically, like, especially in college, it's experience that takes you places. You know, especially in STEM. Like, yeah, those grades really freaking matter to get you through those cutthroat classes that are trying to weed you out. But also, don't focus so much on the grades. Because if you have a 4.0 but have no experience, but if I got a 3.6 and got three years of experience, who are they picking? Because that's less training they're going to have to do. For, like, And training costs a lot when you, you're in corporate. So I, I think those are the two big things I would tell all the girlies in high school and college. What about you, moms? Um, for me, I would say, I would say on the, the topic of grades, too, like, don't think that one bad grade defines you. Ugh. I think if you're a very type A person, you feel like it's the end of the world and you feel like for me, like I I think 
being smart was my thing in, in school. I was like, yeah, like I, I'm good at school. I can do this. And like, yeah. that was something that I relied on. And I think when, when I got a bad grade, I saw it as a reflection of myself. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, like that's that, like, that was affecting my own self-confidence and self-worth. So I would mm-hmm. say don't, don't, ele- don't base your, your self-worth and your confidence on superficial things like your looks, your grades, things that you really can't control. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, like you, you, you can you can control your grades to a certain extent, but if a teacher hates you or something like that, it's out of your hands. You can't really, yeah. it's above you, right? So I would say that on the topic of grades, but my main piece of advice would be don't give up at something just because you feel like you're not good at it at first. Oh. And I say that because I think being a type A girly and someone that's very much perfectionist, if I'm not good at something immediately, I'm like, I don't mm. like this. Yeah. I won't do this anymore. It's not fun. I don't like it. it's not for me. It doesn't fit. Uh, this isn't this isn't it. And I think about how many things I could have found like joy in, even as a career or like hobbies. But I gave up on them too quick because I'm like, nah, this isn't it. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I if I just invested like the patience and the time and the energy to actually get past the learning curve, I could have actually found like real joy and happiness in those things. And I that also applies to people and relationships. Like, don't give up on people so quick. I think, like, our generation is very quick to be like, oh, cut her off, cut them off. Like, a very, I understand protecting your peace, but also we're human. Like, give yeah. people the same patience and the same slack that you would want if you're going through something rough. Or that you would want if you're having, you're at your worst moment and someone's like, oh, well, that's too bad. And cuts you out of their life. So I think giving people like patience and not giving up on people too easily is another thing because there's probably a lot of relationships or friendships that can be saved or that can be salvaged if you take the time to actually communicate about the problems that are happening and not just give up Mm -hmm. because it's hard. Um, Now, if you said it three and four times. Oh, yeah. That doesn't that does not mean you change on your boundaries, though. Yeah. Don't get. Yeah. That's the other thing. Don't get that twisted either. There's a there's a thin line in that. But also don't feel like, you know, you're so you're so set on like. People not wronging you, I guess, or not 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 being in a position to be hurt that you don't allow yourself to be vulnerable either or you don't allow yourself to open up to people or be open to friends or new relationships because of something that someone else did. And you're carrying that baggage and that burden with you for someone that doesn't deserve it. Because they don't know what you've been through until you tell them. And even then, it's like, oh, well, I didn't know that about you. And people are way more understanding, usually, than you think they are. So mm-hmm. I think it, it usually does take a conversation. But if they are dogging you out and being rude and trifling and, like, it's a really toxic relationship, that doesn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get out. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. But I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. Like, just give people and yourself patience. Yeah. And if y'all don't know send a thing to the anonymous uh you know entry and we'll do yes. it on call from the request we have a whole link tree full of links y'all should click and one yes. of them is, one of them is our um our anonymous forum where you can just ask any type of advice and nothing is off the table like even if you confess to a crime girl we will we'll try to click the link well, i'm not gonna say that somebody's like <laughs> Somebody might put us in a weird position, and now we in a Netflix original. Five now I'm police going to talk about the podcast. Type A black girls is involved in like girl. girl, what? Yeah, but speaking of that, let's get into our affirmation of the week. So this affirmation is 
Remember that time you thought you would never survive that situation or get through it? Well, you did, and you can do it again. I like mm. her. I like her too. She going on a sticky note. Yeah. That's yeah. fun. And let's also get into our calls from the request line. So some of you actually have submitted a lot of questions um, over our break, our little hiatus, and also within the past um, two episodes. So these ones are more job focused. So the first one being how to network when you're in a rotational program or position, which means you go to uh, you go into the office twice a week. And this person specifically says it's for their first corporate job. Yeah. Um, well, for me personally, this is this is actually what I do. Um, I'm also my first corporate job, my first big girl job. And I go into the office three times a week, actually. And I work from home twice a week. And I would say my biggest thing is whenever there's a chance where you can be in the office, try to find someone new to talk to or try to find someone that's also not in your team to network mm-hmm. with. And I say that because I think there's a lot of opportunity to like get your name out there when you're not just talking to people that you're going to talk to anyway. Find yeah. somebody new that you can talk to and make an effort to set up a coffee chat with them. Just say like a 15-minute chat. Shoot them an IM and be like, hey, um, I really liked meeting you at so-and-so, and I think uh, I want to learn more about what you do. And set up 15 minutes. And then don't just let that be the only time you talk to them. Set up recurring ones. Be like, we should just connect every two to three months to just check in. And yeah. make sure you actually do follow up on those two to three months. Um Keep in contact with them whenever you see something that reminds them of you when you're ever like, if you're just at work in general, just shoot them a message and that'll yeah. help you stay top of mind. And if you're networking to move around in the company too, I would say find somebody that's doing what you want to do and ask them how they got there and talk to the people who are actually in charge of your move if you're trying to move and make sure that you are very clear on exactly what you want because the worst thing that you want to do is be like oh i'm open to everything and now they feel like okay well if there's a job that comes up we don't even know if she likes it be very clear on what you want what you like that way if an opportunity comes up that matches that you're top of mind and they're like oh yeah well like faith mentioned that she's interested in da 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 like let's reach out to her and that's how opportunities can fall in your lap without even like knowing it no, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I know I've talked about networking before, but I I wanted, she actually DM'd us and I was like, I would love to answer this, but I'm not in a rotational position. So I'm just going to talk that up to Denasia and we'll call that a day. Yeah. Uh, and, well, yeah. And rotational also like being in different phases. Like I'm in my first rotation, but I move into my second rotation in September. So I would also say if that's how yours is set up, um, set up meetings with HR like now. And be like, how are you going to decide what my next rotation is going to be? Do I have a say in that? Do I have a say in the location, the team? Just get a sense of how much control you have of the situation. And then from there, start networking and talk to people. And if you hate your job now, be like, well, what other job can I do? That's a better rotation. Um, yeah. me personally, I love my rotation now. But like, I am like, you know, like, oh, I'm curious what my next one will be. So like HR has already set up meetings with me and some other people in my rotation just to start those conversations. And we already know it's going to happen. So um, yeah, just don't be afraid to talk. Don't be shy. Be shy. You can be shy. I'm a shy person. I just fake it till I make it. That's that part. And really people can't tell. Like they can't tell. Fake it till you make it. it. Yeah. Just reward yourself. Like, especially if you're shy, like, okay, if I do this coffee chat, I can buy myself this Amazon set. Like, I, I love incentives for myself. That's how I get, honestly, through the day. It, but it's typically, like, with food or, like, um, like a nice walk or, like, 
I don't know, watching something fun. Um, but okay, so this we got a long one. We haven't had a long call from the request line in a while. But let's get this through and then we'll all answer it. Okay. Whew. I've applied to 50 million internships and only got one interview. For context, I'm in my third year of undergrad and I just switched my major to civil engineering. It's difficult because I have been told my resume is perfect other than having no relevant internship experience. No, duh. She said that, not me. My partner also got an internship and it's hard to be happy for him while I'm struggling. He literally applied to two places and got interviews for both and he just finished his first semester of community college. What am I doing wrong? I am the founder and president of NSBE. I think that's how you pronounce it. And president slash vice president of three different clubs. Also, how do I stay happy for him even though I'm struggling? Mm. Thank you and sorry for the long response. Love this podcast. Girl, do not apologize, okay? We needed the full context of the situation, so I appreciate this because now we have info to work with. That part, that part. Okay, who wants who want to take the first stab? <laughs> we got to think. That's, it that's is a thing. thing that's a thing we need yeah. help with. <laughs> well, let's take this. Let's take this bite by bite. Okay, first she can't. She has a perfect resume, no experience. That goes back to what I was saying, and only has one interview. What do we mm-hmm. think about that? I would say if you have no experience, um, find okay. So find someone who whatever company you want to work with on LinkedIn, and see if you can connect with them. That's the first step. Most yeah. of the times, if you can't get an interview, it's because you don't got to connect. If you yep. don't got nobody in the company vouching for you, it's very hard compared to, I don't know what your boyfriend did. So I can't really speak on maybe his situation. But if you have a connect, it makes like things a lot easier. Or figure out if they have any networking events or they have any events going on like locally that you can attend where you can just show your face and get your face out there. And then from there, it's like, okay, at least you have somewhat of a foot in the door and see if mm-hmm. that helps. Um, also, maybe like change your interviewing technique. Like, once you do get interviews, maybe your boyfriend got hired as like a personality. Like maybe his personality is what helped sell the interview. Um, A lot of times people just want to work with some people that are either fun to be around, easy to work with, or just great personalities. If you can showcase your personality more than anything, they're going to remember that way more than if you were like president and founder of a club. Because most of the people applying are also in that position and they probably have the same resume or similar things. So um, I would say find things that can make you stand out in the interview too. Like yeah. literally put on, I'm putting on my best show. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. do what you got to do. <laughs> I, would, I would definitely also say like, I feel like this is what got me in the door for my first internship, even though I hated it. You know, it was good money. Um, volunteer for a STEM related thing is even, especially if it could be like for kids or like whim, uh, or like inner city girls. Oh my gosh, they eat that up. Like teaching girls what STEM is. If you can find a group of girls and say that you volunteered and told them what different tracks of life they could have, like you do through STEM, put that on your resume and like really make those bullet points bullet point real hard. They love seeing that you give back to the community. Like, yeah, you might be president and vice president of a whole bunch of stuff, but okay, what are you doing there? Mm. Like, are you actually making an impact? a title yep because in conferences too if ask your university if there's any conferences coming up that you can attend even as a student they probably have student passes if yeah. you can get your foot in there 
there's probably a lot of people that you can network with at the at the actual conference, and it's it's an easy talking point. Like I went to the mechanical engineering conference for da da da, da and I did it da. Like it makes it so much easier. You can meet everyone you want to meet in the same place. Yeah. Um. If you're if you're a coder, like if you can code and you would want to do that for a job, look into Grace Hopper. They sometimes have student passes or scholarships that you can apply for. Oh, do that. That's how I got my first internship. And to your point of how do you stay happy for him, even though you're struggling? That's freaking hard. Um, I happen to date, I think, one of the smart people I've ever known. And the fact that he is so smart and can get things like way easier than I can can also can be a struggle. But I have to remind myself, girl, you've been struggling with this all your life. You meeting him wasn't going to make you change, you know, and just be happy for him. Like, get him some flowers, get him some, you know, boxes with your face on it. Like, thank, congrats on getting that job, you know, to make him really feel like, wow, she's happy for me. And, you know, if you're still struggling on the, internally, get that therapist. Cause I don't think he'd want to hear that you're not happy yeah. for him realistically. Cause it, I don't know how he'll take that. I'm not, I don't know how, how your relationship is. So I would say either confide in a very close friend that doesn't have a blabber mouth or who isn't a blabber mouth or get a therapist. Because I feel like there's some internal work we got to do uh, to get through that to help your relationship. Because I'm going to pick the second part. Because right? y'all got the first part. Listen to what they said in the beginning. Okay. <laughs> when it's me. Um, okay. Being happy, it, that, that is a challenge trying to be happy for someone when it's coming so easy to them. Like, I, I'm very spiritual. And I believe that with God's timing, it'll happen for me when it's my time. Because and when it's your time, mm-hmm. you make sure that you give them their flowers and show all the appreciation. Like, I'm so proud of you. You did it because you're going to want that in return because it's not going to feel good when you get when you get yeah. your big opportunity. And they're like, well, you wasn't really that happy for me. Why should I be happy for you? You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> not no good feeling. So definitely, I definitely do what face it. Make it a big thing. Make a big deal about it. Make a dinner. Go out, reservations, you know, flowers. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of you. Good job. Because when it's your turn, you're going to want that in return. And and I'm not saying that just to do that so you can get those things back, but it's just showing appreciation. You know what I'm saying? Showing that you care about what they have going on. Like, I'm proud of you. Good job. Gratitude. And having, I feel like having grace and going about things with grace, it always comes back so much better for you. So take your time. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You gonna get yours. You gonna get yours. Everybody gotta eat. Everybody gotta eat. And you gonna eat too. That part. And a win. And as a couple, a win, a win, a win, win. for him is a win for y'all. Okay. A win is a win. All right. Yeah. So, but let's get into our favorite segment. Okay. Okay. Who wanna go first? Why would you say that? Um. Basically, a, a segment where we just talk about the most out-of-pocket things we've heard all week. Like, it could be in your real life. It can be on Twitter. It can be on Instagram. Just something out-of-pocket you heard this week that made you say, why would you say that? Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I, 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 okay, okay, okay. I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first. Okay, so this is TikTok. You know, they be having the little picture scrolls. Mm-hmm. It said, life's too short to commit suicide. Just be oh. patient. You're going to die. <laughs> Why did you say that? That and the music behind it was like, and you know that dog that be like eating the pillow. Mm. That was the next picture. <laughs> this one. 
I'm and then this it. dog. <laughs> the dog that'd be like, why would you say that? Me too. I love that little dog. Because <laughs> it reminds me of me. He, he do be eating that pillow. He do be eating that pillow. Like, I love, like, I will say on the story, like, I ran out of memes. So I asked Lola to send me memes. He sent me such random memes. I didn't tell him it was for type A. So if there were some really random pictures, it was because I was <laughs> running. <laughs> That's also, I feel like they can tell who's on the page, baby. Kelly, Kelly said, I know when you post. They know. And I know what the nature We post. know. We know. We know what's going we on. Know. Okay. I'm glad, I'm glad the listeners know. Okay. What about you, Fee? What, what's yours? My life is a walking, why would you say that? I was on FaceTime mm. last night with my sister and she got a DM from a guy Cause she had just posted like a random, like, you know, a pic of herself on her story. And he slides up on her and says, I ain't perfect, but I'll try for you. Mm-hmm. Why are you lying? No, he's trying to lock in that February 14th. And I That's said, what to take do. some back and say, try these nuts in your mouth. How? Yeah. Not let him in your, it's your, not and, and, and it's not one of the ones that, you know, you give a chance. He sits. He talks to himself. <laughs> Okay, so it's going to get real nutty real fast because you don't know how to act. Ooh, real nutty real fast is going to my vocabulary. It has to go in there. It's, it has to be. It has to. Wow. What about you, moms? I had another. So I got two. Okay. So the first, um, basically, so I, if y'all know, I am a member of Delta Sigma Sorority Incorporated, okay? And it was J13. It was yeah. J13 last week. And before J13, I posted a little something on my story that said, if you love the reds, get her 22 flowers on <laughs> J13. Because, yeah. It's only right. And I was hoping a special someone would see that and send, right? me, them, send me some flowers, right? So the, when I posted that, I already knew who it was intended for, okay? <laughs> and on J13, I did, in fact, receive That's what flowers, I'm talking okay? about. Okay? So, yeah. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Mission accomplished. You hear what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So I post a little because you know mission accomplished. I'd already informed the story that I wanted the flowers. So I said, yeah. let me go ahead and post cause and effect the result. So okay. I posted them twenty. I posted them flowers and I said, yeah, it's a great J thirteen, right? Why old boy that I ain't talked to in I don't know how long gonna hmm. swipe up? Oh, I'm too late. Yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, yeah, yes, actually, yeah. J13 almost over. It's three hours left, my boy. <laughs> Supermarket closed. Instacart is Instacart. Ain't no flower shop open today. That's insane. And he said, oh, I feel like I fumbled you. You can't fumble if you never had the ball. Ever. It was I never thrown. Come on. You, you on the, We're not even playing the same game. sport. Motor We're sport. Not even D1. Put that thing in sport. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> wow 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 Uh, no no i was looking forward to the the cause of the i saw the rose and i said is that from who we think it is i love that yeah when they follow directions. Come on, direct. Gave him the instructions. So it was really, Um, so yeah, that was the first one. 
that was the first one. That also could have been a rose. Literally. Yeah. Um, but second one. So I just be hearing crazy stuff. But sometimes, in the, depending on the area I'm at, so where I work, it's a very bougie area. But, like, where I live is not mm, – it's very different, the things I hear mm-hmm. where, I, where I live and where I work, right? So I don't know. I'm near work, and I'm hearing this guy talk about how he needs to get a new designer bag, da 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 da, da. And he's like, yeah, girl, like, I need to be there. You actually, when you go – and I'm thinking they meant overseas because it sounds like she was getting it from the source. And, you know, most designers be overseas. She's like, he's yeah. like, yeah, when you go, girl, like, you need to give me that bag, like – I want it now because, you know, the designer is getting old. She's already like 90. She's going to die. I need to get it before she hits the bu- before she kicks the bucket. I said, what? I literally looked over and he goes, ha, ha, ha. no, why was would you funny? say that? What are you doing? Why would you say that? Oh, he was dead ass. Really? She was like, yeah, that's valid. I'm like, why would you say that? That's like, insane. He's saying anything, anything. It was giving like gossip. That and was the Serena Blair conversation. Oh, absolutely, gossip girl. I said, "Wow, we're not even on the same side. This is up to cards." <laughs> That's crazy, moms. I really need to write down more of like. I but the thing is, I be having my headphones in on the street. Like, I don't, I don't like to listen. I don't want to hear what they got to say. But like, when I do take them out, That's crazy. Be stories to tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah, wow. Um, that's 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 gonna sit on my heart for a while. Cause why would you say? And that? you were serious yeah, in real life. So serious. Oh, dead. oh, I was gagged. I said, huh? I was gagged. He said, what? <laughs> I said, what now? And I'm what I'm wondering which designer and which are you talking about. You play. Y'all play too much. Right. I got a final one. All right, so. What time today tomorrow? This is the girl texting the other, her friend. What are you wearing? And she said, 10 a.m. I'm probably going to throw on a cute tank top with some high waist jeans. That's hard to come off. So I keep my Miss Girl in my pants. And she said, a woman with a plan. I like it. So at, so her, her date was at 10 a.m. I need y'all to think, remember, okay? At 9.54, the friend texts, I can't wait to hear about your outing. Hit me when you leave. Girl, I done already him. LMAO. <laughs> Wait, it's only 10.09. The date started at 10. Maybe. Where was the date at that we was like getting business kind of done dates. this quick? This... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Get out of there. Get out of there. Get out of there. <laughs> that sounded like a great time to me. <laughs> said, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That was not no date. A little one, a little one nice thing. <laughs> One morning stand? The way she was wearing the high-waisted jeans to make sure this didn't happen. Where'd the jeans... The jeans is off. The button fell off on the wall. Quickly. The zipper was broke. Boneless jeans. <laughs> come on now. Let them be the little Fashion Nova ones, because those things really don't come off. She should have came she, with those. She knows what she was doing. Yeah. I got a wicked Anytime I wear Fashion Nova pants, Ooh. I'm stuck at the ankle. Like, can't get them off. <laughs> They just don't go over my ankle. Like, sure she would have figured it out, carved a little hole in the bed. Huh? I'm sorry. She she was thinking it though. I I didn't know where this episode was going the whole time. Actually, oh no. Okay, so yeah, at my job is this um a little janitor, little creepy old janitor. He calls himself liking me. 
And I mean, I get it. Mm. I get it. So he says, I get it. hey, Fee, you know, Valentine's Day's coming up. I was thinking maybe you could uh, give me a sucker. <laughs> I said, uh, oh. <laughs> I threw a, a roll Don't of trash bags on him and I said, suck on that. I, I think you might need to uh, go take some trash out, babe. <laughs> uh, the trash takes itself out. He, he's going out with it. I need a sucker. I think, Why are you I leaving think you should give me a sucker. And that's how you said it to a sucker. And the trash bags was right there and it was too easy. Yeah. I said, suck on that, baby. <laughs> with a wink. <laughs> Ate him up. Ate Don't him play up. with me. We at work. <laughs> wow. I think we need to call HR. You acting up in here. <laughs> 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 like, like, you said, He's talking HR about said, suck. Said, what? <laughs> I don't know nothing about no suck. <laughs> No, wait, on Valentine's Day, you should give him a little dum dum. Just to just to uh, be funny. Like, he might think I yeah. like him for real. Just to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the smallest things and just you know, what you just gonna, gonna look eat it up. Quick really thought about me. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, you, you, know, you it's get the dum dum bag, get the nastiest one. What's the nastiest one? Root beer, cotton candy. You're gonna look at ooh, this the one right here. I love this one. She's special to me. She's so special. <laughs> you had your way with that root beer dum dum, okay? You had your way with it. Oh my god. Oh, uh, shout out to Mr. Janitor and every yeah. other guy that's trying to they shot before Valentine's Day. We see the effort. Ain't it's we, not working. Yeah, that's the question. It's not because I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what Valentine's Day is going to look like. I'm going to be by myself, so I might be babysitting and I'm not going to hold you. So I'm just going to be on Instagram swiping on seeing who who got rose petals on the floor. Mm, who got rose petals on the bed in, in, okay. in the tub? Okay, bro, I got that a few weeks ago just because I had a bad day. I I was like, yeah, I'm I am not against proposing to me. <laughs> That was that day. I thought about it a couple of times. <laughs> we both, both Mr. Had- Miami. Maybe one me. <gasps> Bro, you have to listen to the episode. I, you have, like, I was cackling. Oh, I too oh, have followed Mr. Miami. They're so I different. Get you, girl. you like that? So has- oh, my if- goodness. Like, no, no, nothing. Mm. Mm. Wow. Moment wow. Yeah, honestly, I'm really looking forward to if the girlies don't get the roses, they're about to be acting up in the summer. You know, once if they don't get those roses on February 14th, they're about to be in that gym February 15th. And they're about to be looking real good in the summer. I mm-hmm. cannot wait. I oh. love that pipeline. Cutting I'm a girly. Cutting <laughs> so easy. Yeah. I'm girlies. Weight training. Little squat, <laughs> meal prepping. Little sea I moss, like that. You know, I like seaweed because you only need a spoonful of it. It's supposed to be like okay applesauce consistency, but mine's getting jello right now. 
But mind your business, it works. It works. Oh, that's <laughs> Yeah. No, if after Valentine's Day, if he disappoints you, Ashagwanda, is that is that the one that makes you stop caring? But it also makes you fertile. So uh, well well, if he disappointed you, you shouldn't have to worry about that. Well, but they they might be going to other disappointments. Oh, or appointments. Morning, morning jeans. Morning jeans. Take notes. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for coming on. Please tap into my Life is a Joke podcast. It's amazing. You'll have a good key and catch up from season season one through the uh, the most recent episode. You'll be cackling. Don't and you'll go on, on our page if you want to follow her too. We'll have her tagged on the page. Yeah, and don't go on a treadmill while you listen. I'm telling you, I almost did that Glorilla dance on the treadmill. It was getting crazy. Why would they play tomorrow while I'm on the treadmill? Who does that? And it's my playlist. I put it on there. (laughs) 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 On that note, we love y'all, and see y'all next Friday. Bye, guys.